0: Hello, you're listening to the Farmer Forum Podcast. I'm Dominic Tyre, Farmer Forum's Creative and Editorial Director. For this episode, I spoke with Vertex's Senior Country Manager in the UK and Ireland, Nicola Massey. She was still fairly new in post when we spoke, so we started off with her career path to joining Vertex, but also what it was like to join virtually, something that's increasingly common for many people in the industry at the moment. Nicola also talked about her management approach and empowering her teams as well as Vertex's place in the UK and what's next for the company. You can find more details of this episode, including a download link for the podcast and information about other installments in the series at pharmaforum.com forward slash podcast. The Farmer Forum podcast is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Acast, Stitcher and Podbean, where you can find and subscribe to it by searching for Farmer Forum. Nicola, welcome to the Farmer Forum podcast.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
0: So uh, you you started at as Vertex's uh, new senior country manager in in the UK and Ireland in September. Can you tell us a bit about your career path to to Vertex?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I started my pharmaceutical career um, as a medical representative at MSD, um, and from there progressed sort of through more senior commercial roles at Park Davis and Sanofi and Shire, um, where I was appointed the UK and Ireland country manager. Um, and that was at the point when Shire was really transitioning to a rare disease focus. And it made, gave me the opportunity during this time to lead industry task forces which championed for access for patients with rare diseases um, and really looked to achieve that access by working with government and NHS stakeholders. Um, And then in September 2020, I was appointed the UK and Ireland Senior Country Manager at Vertex. And I was delighted to join um, at such a pivotal time for the organisation because I've been able to support the organisation in building on the landmark agreements that we achieved and were secured. Um, to grant access to our cystic fibrosis medicines across the UK. And
0: what was it that, that uh, in particular, that attracted you to, to, to Vertex and, and, this, and your, your current role?
1: Um, many things, but I think the you know scientific innovation um, is really at the core of um, Vertex's ethos, and we've got a strong history of using you know really great innovative science to develop transformative medicines. Um, that really make a difference to patients' lives and in particular, you know, a strong focus on those with serious diseases. Across the world, um, three out of five of our employees are dedicated to R&D and our science and Vertex is all about supporting people living with cystic fibrosis right now. Um, and despite the progress that's been made for these patients, there's much more to do. Um, additionally, Vertex has a, you know, really attractive company culture, which I felt um, aligned with my personal values, you know, ensuring that the patients we support are placed right at the heart of the business, um, along with a really strong focus on diversity so that, you know, all colleagues can bring their authentic self to work. Um, And I was also really impressed with the corporate responsibility, which is really high on the agenda here. Um, and giving back is is really part of our DNA. Um, as an example, the Vertex Foundation is a long term source of charitable giving, which has an initial global commitment of ten million dollars. And at the beginning of the COVID um, pandemic in twenty twenty in the UK, um, the foundation donated a total of five hundred and fifty thousand pounds to three UK organisations. Um, the Trussell Trust, Crisis and Age UK to support their COVID-19 efforts. And these are all causes which are are very important to the company.
0: Thanks. And uh, like many people at the moment, um, including some of the guests I've had on this podcast and indeed at Pharma Forum ourselves, uh, you've joined uh, your new company virtually, I I believe. Can you talk a bit about that and what do you think is needed to successfully join a, a company um, in, in a virtual way, given the, the pandemic.
1: Yes. Yes. It's my, uh, my whole interview process and onboarding has all been done remotely. Um, but, you know, Vertex has, has put in place a really great induction um, process, which allowed me to connect, work, connect with my network um, in the company. And, you know, the colleagues that I've met have been really generous with their time and their knowledge Personally, I've invested time to keep those relationships going. And I think culturally within Vertex, um, I'm encouraged to freely contact and connect with um, people across all levels and functions to really tap into their expertise. And that's to enable me to build the best country plans possible. So I think that that approach and that culture has been uh, has been a real positive force. Um, you know, during the pandemic, we've continued to recruit, and actually, several hundred people um, globally have been on board successfully. Um, but I think by this stage, we're we're all kind of keen to finally meet in person, <laughs> and you know, and have sure. the opportunity to to bump elbows.
0: Mm, absolutely. I mean, do do you think uh, you you spoke a little bit there about um, trying to uh, to uh, maintain and build uh, relationships? Do you think you need to work harder at that in, um, in, in um, the current sort of virtual work environment that a lot of us are in, or does it just need to be done in a different way?
1: Yeah. So I think, you know, for me, coming in um, as a senior country manager and thinking, how do I, you know, establish myself and, and make a positive difference? You know, for me, it was really about how do I build trust with the team? How do you achieve that remotely? You know, how do I add value um, you know, how do I ask the right questions and create the right challenges with the team? And it's also been really important to get to know the team, um, and their hopes and aspirations, um, and get to know them as, as people. Um, you know, the Vertex UK and Ireland team is a really great team. You know, everybody's passionate, they're engaged and they're really committed to delivering excellence um, for the patients that we serve. And I think Vertex itself has been very successful in adapting to remote working. I think throughout the pandemic, um, we've prioritised the health and well-being of employees. And, you know, Vertex has ensured that all employees have the right equipment at home um, to effectively, you know, carry out their role um, successfully. You know, we have additional synchronous global holidays, um, which have been given. Wellness Wednesdays, you know, where we're encouraged to take a couple of hours out of the day at lunchtime to really kind of get away from, from the desk and, and and take some time um, for wellness activities. And then we also um, have Zoom-free Fridays, again, just to kind of ensure that people don't necessarily feel that need to be, you know, on camera, on show all the time. And that's, again, a way of supporting employee welfare during the challenging times.
0: Mm. And what, what, what sort of things... Um people tend to do on their wellness Wednesday uh, time what how have you been able to use that time yourself
1: yes yeah and actually as a leader it's been really important for me to kind of role model that mm. um it's too easy just to carry on you know at your desk sending emails but that doesn't set the right example for the team um you know so we've had you know opportunities where you know for a lunchtime every employee was encouraged to kind of go out take photos of, of being outside and then every photo that was was posted on our intranet Vertex committed to planting a tree. Um, all those photos. So again, it's a really great example of how how we look to give back um, and support employees.
0: Mm. So you, you've you've joined as the uh, of course the the senior country manager for the uh, the UK and Ireland. Could you talk a bit about your uh, management approach? And how would you describe it?
1: Yes. Um. Yeah. And, and for me as a, as a leader, um. You know, personally, I see that my role is to really ensure we've got that shared vision for the team, you know, that it's aligned to the overall goals of the company, but that every individual understands their contribution to that goal. Um, And it's about nurturing that inclusive environment where people can um, speak up, can contribute, can challenge, um, and really allow them to be their authentic self with their own diverse experiences um, and, and, and enable them to achieve their best work. And, you know, I've seen, Personally, across the years, when people work together and they're supported to work effectively as a true cross-functional team, you know, it can have some really great outcomes for patients and for the business. Um, And everyone just loves to be part of a successful, high-performing team. So I think a key part of my role um, is really to be an enabler. Mm-hmm. Um you know, to align a team around the goals to remove blocks for them, you know to secure the resources that they need, and then to challenge them constructively and support that delivery of performance um and I think if you you know try and put all of those ingredients together um then it's really i think about creating the pathway for them um to to go on and to be successful. And
0: in in terms of um, management within the context of the pharmaceutical industry are there are there particular things do you think that, that work and that don't work are there uh, maybe do's and don'ts you you personally try to follow
1: yeah absolutely um you know and i think in in pharma um and biotech and in vertex you know I think we're fortunate that we attract real talent um into the industry and you know, people with with great brains, with brilliant ideas, um, and as a leader, I have to make sure that those ideas, that innovation, can really flourish. You know, that ideas have somewhere to go, to to be heard, and it therefore might sound slightly contradictory to say that I found that it's critical to ensure that teams really understand where the guardrails are, you know, where the where the what the compliance rules are, and the rules uh, uh, and the framework, and I think. Once a team understands that and they're confident within that framework, then that's where they can really bring, you know, great ideas to life. Um, And I think also it's great, too, that we get to make a difference every day, you know, with our supportive patients. And, you know, I ensure that I recognize and remind the employees how their work is making that positive difference every day. You know, we're very fortunate to be able to come to work, you know, making a difference to people living with serious diseases, um, you know, such as cystic fibrosis. Um, and it's just fantastic to be able to remind employees of the value of the work they do. And, you know, with some really real examples of the difference that we've made um, to people living with, with cystic fibrosis. And so in,
0: in addition to that, is there, are, are there other things you try to do in terms of um, uh, empowering your teams at Vertex?
1: Yeah, I you know, I think it's absolutely critical that teams feel empowered um, and able to to deliver, um, particularly working remotely. So, you know, I, I really work hard to try and empower my team, you know, showing, you know, seeing them really as um, individuals who, you know, can each play a crucial role in achieving the goals and actually as individuals. When they work together, you can also have that multiplier effect um, as well and achieve really great outcomes. So, you know, as I've already mentioned, as as a leader, it's my role to provide employees, I think, with the tools, you know, to exemplify the core values and to really strive for for excellence. Um, And again, you know, empowering teams by recognising the diversity, the difference um, of opinions and views of, you know, previous experiences, you know, all of those things really create inclusive working teams. And I think a big part of our culture is that we recognise that each Vertexian brings those diverse perspectives and strengths. And that, you know, by embracing, celebrating the strengths and the differences, we can really inspire innovation together.
0: So Nicola, how do you see the environment evolving for the UK pharma industry?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it's been extremely encouraging, I think, to hear the government's commitment to support a strong life sciences sector in the UK. Um, you know, we want to continue to work with the government, with the NHS and our industry peers to develop initiatives such as, you know, the Innovative Medicines Fund, the Life Sciences Innovation Manifesto and the Plan for Growth. Um, you know, and it's really interesting as well. The MHRA signalled their willingness to be a leading regulator, you know, with faster, more flexible approval routes, um including global cooperation, combining regulatory and access pathways, which is all really interesting. You know, we're delighted that we've we've just had our first licence extension um recently approved locally by the MHRA, which is great. And we you know we're looking forward to working you know more closely with the regulator in the future. Um it'll be particularly interesting to see how the MHRA's innovative licensing An access pathway can accelerate time to market and patient access through the MHRA, NICE, SMC, NHS, all companies working together.
0: So moving on to more of a corporate perspective, I I suppose, what would you say is uh, Vertex's place in the UK?
1: Yeah and um it's a really great question because I think you know we've we've got a really strong footprint in the UK. Um you know Vertex was founded in 1989 um in Cambridge Massachusetts and you know now you know those years later we're a, we're a global biotechnology company you know investing significantly in scientific innovation to create transformative medicines. Um and Here, we've invested over 70% of our operating expenses back into R&D, and that's much more than the industry average of 20%. Um, You know, specifically in the UK, Vertex has invested £1.5 billion in the UK operations since 2006, and that includes the opening of our international headquarters in Paddington, um, which was in 2015, um and we also have our only european r&d site here in in the uk um and that's in oxford um that opened in 1998 and and that centre is devoted to our research programs um and does some does some great work there so when you put those two sites together along with the uk operating company which i head up we have around 370 full time vertex employees in the uk um and that's our largest footprint outside the US um so a really significant commitment um from Vertex you know as I've already mentioned our core focus today is on is on CF medic- medicine um and our work has really fundamentally changed the way that CF is treated all four of our currently licensed medicines in the UK can be accessed by eligible patients thanks to the long-term reimbursement agreements that we've we've got in place um, with the various health authorities across the four nations. Um, and the UK has been a great place for us to carry out clinical trials. Since 2006, Vertex has carried out more than 65 clinical trials in the UK, um, and actually more than 50 of those have been in, in CF.
0: Bring that, that picture up, up to date then. How how was 2020 for the company how did it um how did vertex in the uk fare during um last year's uh, pandemic year
1: yeah um you know as with as with every company every industry it's been a period of huge change um you know the business and all of our teams had to really rapidly appro- um, adapt to full time remote working at the start of the pandemic and i'm just so proud of how the team have worked so tirelessly um, to achieve our goals during the last year. Um, our Oxford site is an R&D site. You know, it's lab-based. Um, they quickly adapted to new ways of working in the lab so that their crucial work continued and, um, and wasn't slowed down. You know, coming in midway through that, you know, I've also been impressed by the support that Vertex provided to all employees during the pandemic, you know, some of which I've already mentioned. Um, and there really is a strong focus on employee wellbeing um regular surveys to ensure that we're we're hearing and acting on employee feedback
0: and in as well as um support in, ensuring you were supporting employees what um what was the company able to do to help support patients and healthcare professionals
1: well in 2020 in the uk um, we actually remotely launched one of our um, cf medicines right in the middle of the pandemic um back in june 2020 um nhs england recognized the value of our latest therapy for cystic fibrosis and we were able to work quickly and collaboratively with them to expand the existing agreement that we had in place for reimbursement to include um, our latest medicine caf trio before it was even licensed and having that agreement in place meant before the marketing authorisation, meant that clinicians could start prescribing As soon as the as the license was granted last August, you know, of course, um, the cystic fibrosis community was particularly affected by the pandemic. You know, many patients were having to shield as a clinically vulnerable group. So we were very aware that we had to work closely with healthcare professionals to ensure that we could provide them with the support, with the information that they needed at the point we launched our medicine. And we did that by pivoting to, you know, online and digital resourcing and, and remote interactions. And now at this stage, more than three quarters of CF patients who are eligible for our medicines are on the medicine. Three quarters. And we've recently um just received approval for a further extension of our licence, meaning more patients um can benefit so you know considering the established uk benchmarks which you know we're all familiar with i'm extremely proud of this achievement um with the team you know this speed has been significant for this launch and this is i think a great example of how a company can work in partnership with the nhs to the rapid benefits of patients um and of course you know all of that was achieved remotely and
0: in terms of uh, the, some of those uh, pivots to digital interactions uh, as you mentioned, I think a lot of us are, are really keen to be able to get back into the office and, and see people face to face. But do you have a sense of um, how far that pivot to digital, inter- more digital interactions, will, will swing back, or is it a bit still a bit too early to, to tell?
1: I think every company is looking at this and asking themselves that question. And you know, we're very much um, looking at what's going to be, you know, most effective for our healthcare professionals. Um, and and what's the right timing for our healthcare professionals.
0: Mm. So uh, finally then, uh, Nicola, can you tell me a bit about what's what's next for for Vertex in the UK and Ireland?
1: It's really now um, ensuring that we complete our journey with cystic fibrosis. Um, You know, we continue to put the patients um, we support at the centre of the treatment, at the centre of our business. Um, And we ensure that the medicines get to those that need them you know there are still cf patients who aren't yet eligible for our medicines so you know the research continues beyond cf we have a strong pipeline of small molecule medicines in, in um, other serious diseases including pain alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency which is a rare inherited condition which can cause lung and liver problems and apol-1 mediated kidney diseases, a severe disorder which again can lead to kidney failure and um, Vertex is also a rapidly expanding pipeline of genetic and cell therapies uh, for diseases such as sickle cell, beta thalassemia and type one diabetes. So it's really exciting to be time to be at the company as we continue our journey um, in CF, but also, you know, look to how we build into new therapy areas. You know, I personally feel passionate um, about ensuring that we continue to attract the brightest and the best talent and at the same time, you know, develop and support the, per- the personal career aspirations of the existing team. We're a small, agile and rapidly growing biotech, um, you know, with some real ambitions for growth. And I think as we move into new therapy areas, there'll continue to be new and exciting opportunities.
0: Well, certainly best of luck for that that journey, Nicola. But uh, in the meantime, thank you very much for joining me on the Pharma Forum podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks very much for having, having me, Dominic. Thank you.
0: And that concludes episode 39 of the Pharma Forum podcast and my discussion with Nicola Massey from Vertex. You can find more details of this episode, including a download link for the podcast and information about other installments in the series at pharmaforum.com/podcast. The Pharma Forum podcast is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Acast, Stitcher, and Podbean, where you can find and subscribe to it by searching for Pharma Forum. And don't forget to visit our website to sign up for daily or weekly email pharmaceutical news and analysis bulletins. And follow us on Twitter, where we are at PharmaForum.